0: radio pulpit 657 a.m your daily companion Colin Maluleke yahweh abba father and that he is right that he is he's a faithful father he loves us who he is forever mindful of you and i um you know he is just a faithful god and i know my life your life are a testament of god's glory um our lives really testify (laughs) to the fact that he is a faithful father and we love him so much and we are just appreciative right um this is why we are just grateful we give him praise we give him glory because he is indeed a faithful god you know he's a faithful god and he continues um, really, in his faithfulness, we are just appreciative that we serve a good God. We serve a, an amazing God. We serve a faithful God. Matthew six thirty three says, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all of these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And we tend to do that, right? You are... Instead of appreciating and celebrating what God has given you today, we always find a way of worrying about what is to come tomorrow or day after or the next month. And it shouldn't be like that. We are robbing ourselves of being in the moment. We are robbing ourselves of enjoying what God is presenting to us at this very moment. You know, and once we... Are in the moment we just realize just how beautiful life can be. Um, this is why the Bible is saying that. Listen, today is enough of its problems. Okay, each day has enough trouble of its own. So don't take uh, what is to come and carry it. Why are you doing that? Let's not do that to ourselves. I think we, we we tend to do that from time to time. But the word is saying to us, each day has enough trouble of its own, right? for tomorrow will worry about itself don't worry about tomorrow um do not do that just be in the moment and enjoy and seek his kingdom wholeheartedly and he's a god who takes care of the rest he is just a faithful god so we are truly grateful for your support during our visuothon. You make it possible for us to continue to bring a message of truth and hope. For those who missed the thon and still want to give, please send an SMS with the word give to 37871, followed by your name and the amount that you wish to give. You can also WhatsApp as on 0826572729, you WhatsApp the word give. Um, so together we can build a brighter future. We get straight into our chat this afternoon. We're joined on the line by Lita Leto. Uh, right here on 657 a.m. in our legal matters um, this Wednesday afternoon, the Wednesday edition of Heart to Heart. And we we were joined on the line by Lita Le, who is the founder and managing director of Mtsabi Attorneys Incorporated. Sure. Her legal expertise lie in the area of uh, property, and she'll be talking to us this afternoon uh, in the in the area of of, of property and really uh, conveying, so we'll be talking to her, she holds an LLB from Virta University and is currently pursuing her MBA through the same institution. Leta Letu, good afternoon, my sister. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Hi, I'm Paul. Thank you so much for having me. And Are you good?
0: good? I'm
1: good, good. Uh, appreciating the very cool weather we have today
0: Sure, you and i both eh? you and i both yeah, so little, you. little, little, let's you and i interacting for the first time hence the bio and just introducing you to the radio pulpit uh, family we appreciate your your time
1: thank you it's lovely to be here
0: So, we are talking lease agreements. Um, I know at this time of the year, either one is getting out of a lease agreement or is getting into a lease agreement as they prepare for 2024. 2024. What is a lease agreement and why is it important to have one in place in the first place?
1: Thanks, um, Paul. So, a lease agreement is an agreement between two parties, uh, mostly the owner of an asset. So, in, in this case, we're dealing with houses or apartments. Um, that grants another party so that would be the person renting out the property the right to use that assets um, either to stay in or conduct business um, but i think today we're focusing mainly on residential leases more than we are on commercial leases and uh, those two parties then enter into an agreement to regulate that relationship between the two of them specifically on the use of that particular assets
0: and what should a lease agreement um, generally contain? Because you find that obviously a lot of the times this is drawn by one's agent who represents, um, or rather, who is leasing the property for them. But sometimes you find um, owners wanting to do it themselves. And, you know, what elements should in actual fact be uh, in the agreement? Okay.
1: So, um, elements of a lease agreement include things like one the term of the lease so you can have a month-to-month agreement you have six months terms you have 12 months um, and so on and so forth depending on what you're looking for you also include um, things like your rental amount and when the rental amount is due Um, very important as well the lease agreement needs to talk about your deposits um, and where that deposit needs to be paid into an interest-bearing account, um, we tend to find that that interest-bearing account part is often omitted sometimes. Um, I was about to it say. And <laughs> becomes a problem when the tenant evacuates the, the property, you find that the landlord hadn't invested the money. Um, in the lease, you, I often advise that that interest-bearing account information must be stated when it's going to be opened, where it's going to be opened, so that everyone knows by the time you sign this agreement, the landlord has, well, put into paper that they'll actually do it, and you also have a comfort that it will be done. Um, another one that's not so popular that I like to ask people to include is an insurance clause right, because most of the time people are renting houses or are renting in body corporates, and you're not privy to the types of insurances owners have over their properties. And especially in housing, we've seen um, with the hailstorms damages that they do to properties. Um, tenants have the right to take out insurance where they have an insurable interest in an asset. And in this case, a rent agreement is an insurable interest. So you would want to know, do you need to top up? Because things that are in that Property are things that belong to you, even though the assets, the box belongs to the landlord, but the occupancy, things inside are yours. So you want to also ensure that you're safeguarding whatever belongs to you um, during the, the the term of the lease. You also want to include things like remedies and default. The tenant doesn't pay. How do you deal with it? Or if the landlord says they'll do X and they don't do it, how do you mm. deal with things like that? Um, You also want to include a clause that talks to rules. Um, If you're in a a state or in a complex, excuse me, make those rules an appendix to your agreement so that the tenant or whoever signing on behalf of the tenant is aware so that if there's a breach not only of the agreement but of the complex rules, you are warned beforehand. It's not any new information. And then one thing I've also seen um, that tends to cause a fight between landlords and tenants is utilities and services. Um, sometimes a landlord will say rent is five thousand and omit to say that you need to also pay water, light, electricity, pay the gardener, pay the you know. So all those things need to be listed out in plain black and white and in plain English before you enter into the agreement.
0: Hmm. Sure. You're mentioning, uh, complex rules. And I think a lot of landlords are very reactive that one would always hand the complex rules once the rules have been broken, but never really upfront with what is expected. So it's something very important, right?
1: Yes, definitely. Um, as a tenant, you also, when you're moving into a complex, um, you have the right and respond, you have the right to find out who the trustees are of the complex, ask the trustees for information on the complex, those rules I'm talking about. Um you're also allowed um to request the trustees if may you as a tenant be a trustee or may you attend one or two trustee meetings just to safeguard mm-hmm. out your interest in the space that you're staying in um so all of that tables in the rules um without having sight of the rules you're not really privy in terms of what your your rights are as a tenant in that space um even though you don't own the space you have use of the space therefore the same benefits that would extend to the owner if they were staying there would ordinarily also extend to you obviously limited because you're not the owner
0: yeah Sure, you've given us so much to think about, (laughs) really, both to the owner and the tenant. Yeah. Because we tend to miss a a lot of important things. What is the Rental Housing Tribunal and and what kind of matters does it uh, deal with?
1: So, the Rental Housing Tribunal is an independent body that deals with residential dwelling disputes between a landlord and a tenant, right? In most cases, we hear that the tenants, it's where the tenants go, but actual fact, this is established for the benefit of a tenant and a landlord. So they deal with disputes that arise out of a contractual agreement between you and the landlord. Remember, contract need not be in writing, but it's easier if it's in writing because you have something to pinpoint through Mm -hmm. that this is what we agreed on. Um, So the, the, the tribunal is free. It's supposed to offer effective and efficient services, but with load-shading and everything that's happening in the country, um, things are quite slow, um, so it needs a bit of patience if you're going to use the tribunal route. Um, the tribunal is available in all nine provinces, so it's not available only in the Um, I think on the human settlement website, they have a page there that. Talks to what the tribunal really does. Talks to what the office, where the officers are of the tribunal. Um, it walks the tenants and the landlords through the process of lodging a complaint, or who deals with that particular complaint in your area.
0: I see. And maybe just before we part ways, tips for signing a lease uh, when moving into a new place. I was just saying earlier, um, just forward announcing this session that people. At times, people don't take the time to sit down and and thoroughly read, mm-hmm. and, and that's where we we miss it half the time. Uh, but what are those things that we should be looking out for, particularly for people who are signing leases and preparing for the next year?
1: Yeah, so thank you for that, Paul. So, my my top tips are clauses I always advise people to start with because you already know what your rental is and and have what have you not. But one, you need to check what your maintenance responsibilities are. What is the landlord responsible for? What are you responsible for? Number two, check what the cancellation looks like, right? Because you could find yourself um, signing a 12-month lease and then getting a job three months down the line, and you can't really get out of the lease for the remaining nine months. So you need to deb- double-check how you can cancel the agreements and what penalties um, would you be liable for for in the event of early termination? Um, also, inspect the property. Very, very important to inspect the property um, and have an inspection list, either with the agents, with the landlord's agent or with the agent themselves, where you will both sign it at the beginning of the lease, that these are the things that you found, even if it's things that you think don't matter. That speck on the wall, that little line that you think doesn't matter, Because three to 12 months down the line, no one will remember, and it might end up being your problem when you actually found it in the house. And then, like you said, Paul, read the agreement thoroughly. Um, This is where attorneys come in. Uh, We assist clients in unpacking uh, these agreement clauses if they're having difficulty understanding what the clauses mean or they need help in maybe negotiating the terms of the lease, they really want the space, but they don't feel that like they want to be strong-armed by the landlord or the agents, attorneys are a good place to go to, for assistance in crafting an agreement that will also be in your favor and the landlord's favor as well. So, yeah, those are my top tips. And, yeah, I wish everyone the best. Um, leases are one of those things where if you sign... It almost feels like you're landlocked, um, yeah. because they assume. <laughs> it almost feels like a because they assume that you read it thoroughly, you understand it thoroughly, you know how you're cancelling, you know um, what money you're, about, you're bound to lose um, should you cancel the agreement early. Which is what, which is the main thing that most people come to our offices about is I want to get out of this lease, but I don't want to pay such high absorbent cancellation fees. And unfortunately, sometimes you get landlords who are like, well, you signed. And sometimes you're at the mercy of someone who's understanding and allows you to pay less than what you had agreed on initially. So I think reading and seeking legal guidance on understanding what the ramifications are of the contract you're entering into will make you sleep better at night.
0: Sure. Let's let you thank you so much for your time. Much much appreciated. How do we get a hold of you on social media or any other space that you are comfortable with?
1: <laughs> thank you, for. Um on social media, <laughs> on Instagram, we are Mchabe Attorneys, uh right across LinkedIn and Facebook. My email address is Mchabe. Uh my surname M T S H A B E at Mchabe.co.za.
0: Lovely. Thank you so much. Much appreciated.
1: Thank you so much, and Paul. Um, Have a good afternoon.
0: You too. It's more than radio. It's a way of life. It's 657 a.m. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Tune in to Radio Pulpit on 657 AM for reliable Christian talk radio at its best. Find your daily dose of Christ-centered motivation and encouragement on Radio Pulpit 657. Download our app now. Tune in to radiopulpit.co.za or find us on DSTV Audio 882 and OpenView 607. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion for more than 40 years, brings a relevant alternative to 400,000 listeners in a variety of South African languages. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and download our podcasts today. You and 657AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.